Welcome to the No Gray Areas podcast. You're tuning in to a segment called Chats with Pat. In these sessions, Pat will answer questions submitted by you while elaborating on previous conversations with our podcast guests. Let's dive in. There is no solution to grief. It is not a puzzle to be solved, but a process to walk through. Today, I want to share with you nine common myths of grief that you and I must understand. Recently, we had Scott Lauder on the No Gray Areas podcast, and he was an amazing guest with an amazing story. If you didn't hear it, I encourage you to go back and watch it. Scott was at the top of his game. At 20 years old, he was one of the top divers in the country. He was headed to the Olympics. And then, in one split second, a diving accident that took place during practice, he became a paraplegic, changed his dreams, his life. But Scott's story is a reminder to you and I that grief and loss is part of being human. It's part of life. It's part of living in a broken world. The problem is that that culturally, you and I have been subtly socialized to believe that grief is unnatural or something to be avoided at all costs. You see, in our culture, I think a lot of us have been taught how to get things, but not what to do when we lose them. You see, because, because we live in a time and a culture and a society that, that tries to avoid grief at all cost, there's a lot of myths that have developed about what grief is. So I want to share with you nine common myths of grief. Uh, myth number one is simply that there is the myth that everybody grieves the same way. It's a myth. Everybody grieves differently. I remember when I was in my 20s, I was a teacher and a coach at a school up in Montana, and our school had a tragic accident. One of the sports team was involved in a bus crash, and one student lost his life, another was paralyzed. But I remember watching how the students, and particularly these families, grieved differently over that loss, over that change. People grieve differently. Myth number two, there is the myth of replacing loss. Oh, this is important to understand. You cannot replace that person. You cannot replace that pet. You cannot replace that toy. You cannot replace that home. And, and the danger is, is that a lot of us have been suddenly taught that, that, that we can replace something. And so when you were a little child and your pet died, you were taught or told, well, we're just going to go get a new, a new pet to replace your, 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 your old dog. Can't replace. You know, my wife and I, struggle through three miscarriages. We now have three children who are adults. Those adult children did not replace the three that we lost. If you're a parent or a grandparent, an aunt or uncle or a friend of, of, a, of a child especially, and when they lose something, whether that be a toy or a pet, a home, maybe they're moving, don't, don't try to get them to believe that they can replace that. Instead, help them grieve the loss of what they had. Maybe you're going to get a new one, but help them grieve what they've lost. Myth number three, the myth of grieving alone. We've all heard the phrase, laugh and the world laughs with you, cry and you cry alone. Not a good principle to live by. We were never meant to grieve alone. I remember my grandma telling me that one of the things that hurt her so bad after my grandpa died is everybody pretended 
like he didn't exist. They didn't want to talk about his name was Fred. They didn't want to talk about Fred because they knew it would make my grandma cry because she missed him. But my grandma said, what hurts more is that, that no one really wants to talk about him and no one wants me to grieve in front of them because it makes them uncomfortable. There's the myth that you should grieve alone. No, no, no. We need each other, especially in our grief. Myth number four, there's the myth of just give it time. As if time was some kind of magic potion that could suddenly heal. Listen, it will take time to heal, but time doesn't magically heal. We would never say that about a broken arm. Well, just give it some time, it'll heal. Well, it'll heal, but it may heal wrong and then be more of a problem. Heal doesn't magically, uh, time doesn't magically heal. It will take time to heal. But you have to grieve during that time and grieve well. Myth number five, there's the myth that we only grieve over death. One dictionary actually defined grief as, quote, an intense sorrow caused by loss of a loved one, especially by death. I don't like that definition because it, it seems to indicate or presume that grief is only over the loss of something or the death of something. I actually prefer this definition of grief. In the grief recovery book, it says this, grief is the conflicting feelings caused by the end of or change in a familiar pattern of behavior. Listen to that again. This is so important to get. Grief is the conflicting feelings caused by the end of or change in a familiar pattern of behavior. Grief isn't just over death. Grief is change, a change of job, a change of home, a change in your family's situation. I remember when our three kids left home, something that you raise your children to do at some point. My wife and I grieved deeply over that. There was no death, but there was a change. Grief is over death or loss, but sometimes simply over change. Myth number six, there is the myth of stages. Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross did some pioneering work identifying the five emotional stages of a dying person. And the, the mistake that was made is that was adopted to grief. And now it's become this, this common understanding that there's five stages of grief that everyone will go through. It's not true. Some people will go through those five stages of grief. Some people may, may, may mix up those stages. Some people may skip some of those stages. There, there is no set pattern of grief. Myth number seven, there's the myth about anger. Some have claimed that anger is always part of a grieving process. It's not. Some people will have anger, some won't. Myth number eight, there is the myth about never getting over the loss. This is often said of a loss of a child or a spouse. And said, so you'll never, you'll never get over that. That's a myth. You're never going to forget them, but you will find a, a, a healing as time goes by, as you grieve well. It's dangerous to tell someone you're never going to get over this. Of course you're never going to forget them, but you will find healing over time. Myth number nine, there is the myth that it will always make sense. Sometimes grief is not organized or sequential. Sometimes grief just doesn't make sense, which is what makes it so difficult and confusing at times. The why is part of the grieving process. Listen, you and I will grieve simply because we're human. You and I will grieve simply because we live in a broken world. The Bible that was written over 1,500 years has so much information about lamenting and grieving well. So I leave you with this. Don't run from your grief. 
Embrace it. Don't buy into these nine myths of grief, but instead grieve and grieve well. I would love to hear from you. Perhaps you have some comments about this. You can comment below or email me at info at nograyareas.com. Make sure you like and follow and especially subscribe to all the No Gray Areas social media platforms. Remember to live on purpose for a purpose.